Is this really an opportunity for generational wealth or is it just fluff? We've heard the saying that when others are fearful, we should be greedy and when others are greedy, we should be fearful. But in this case, is it different? In this video, I'm going to share with you exactly what I'm taking advantage of, how I'm playing out the next 12 months, because I strongly believe there are some opportunities out there that I don't want to miss. If you're interested, keep watching. Hey guys, my name is Ravi and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're new here, smash that subscribe button because I talk about real estate, cryptocurrency and financial freedom. Now, if you are after more daily updates around exactly what I'm doing, join the Patreon Mastermind. That is where I'm talking about this stuff daily, NFTs, crypto, as well as real estate and the macroeconomic conditions. There's a group of us, we have conversations around what we can do, what sort of tactics we're using. So if you're missing that within your friend circle, probably wise to join. Now, it doesn't take a genius to know that if we go on Twitter, if we go online and we look at all these articles, it's just fear. There is so much fear in the system and it's probably prompted you to stay very cautious. You're holding on to your capital and capital preservation is definitely a tactic as well, especially during bear markets. However, is the tide now turning? Are we starting to see a pivot from the central banks in the world? Are we seeing indications that we may head into a recession or something worse? There's a couple of factors that just jump out to me, especially when I was doing research for this video and prepping my own plans, that these are the main factors that are in play right now. We have this constant recession fear. We also have the potential for wars. We have interest rates going to the moon, apparently never going to stop. We have consumer confidence all across the world at record lows, only seen before during the pandemic crash, as well as the global financial crisis. We're starting to see a lot of tech layoffs. So a lot of these tech companies are now having to get a lot of their employees off the books. And what we could see is that unemployment start rising as well. The share market and crypto market are both in a bear market. And we see new articles every single week suggesting that the property prices will drop by 30 to 40%. Now, when I talk about 30 to 40%, that may play out in some countries around the world. You've already seen some massive double digit growths around New Zealand, Australia, as well as the US, but how bad could this get? Well, the markets are all different and within those markets, there's multiple other markets. And that's why it's very important that as we go through this video, keep an open mind because yes, we can talk about averages and the numbers that are out there, but there could be specific areas and locations as well as assets within those asset classes that could still outperform the rest of the market. An example of this would be the bear market that we've seen in crypto. If you look at just Bitcoin, yes, it's been on a downtrend by 60 or 70% over the last 12 months. However, if you then look at an altcoin like Matic, Polygon, they've gone ahead and actually performed far better than Bitcoin during these last couple of months. Now, based on Matic's performance, you're not going to say, well, the whole crypto market is booming now. But again, as the overall market is still in a bear market trend. So is it all just fluff? Is it just in the air that everyone's talking about mass fear and the contrarian investor is going out and picking up everything they can because they got taught? Look at this logic and just look at one thing, which is everyone is fearful, you should be greedy. And when others are greedy, you should be fearful. And if you have that mindset and actually invested this year, you would have actually made quite a few gains depending on what assets you actually invested in. I know for a fact that the people that have been using our buyer's agency, people like yourself watching the channel, which thank you for using the service, have gone out there, purchased property and 100% of every property we have purchased over the last 12 months has recorded a higher bank valuation than when we purchased that. Now, why this is so important is because we've had rate hikes so aggressive in Australia that we should have seen prices drop. And if you looked at the headlines, you've seen some places have dropped. <coughs> Sydney. Sorry, I was coughing there. It's the capital city. Okay. 
but other areas are still recording double digit growth. And a lot of clients are happy because they've gone in, got some equity out and now purchasing their second and third property. However, when you go out and you see the media headlines where rates going up means we're gonna have repossessed homes all over the market and then the market's gonna crash by 20 to 30%, people start getting fearful. And that is when you stop making those moves. Then you start having your borrowing capacity slash. It means that you end up falling into the bucket with 99% of other people, which means you may not have generational wealth opportunities in real estate available to you. And that's simply because when you go out to buy real estate, you need a bunch of other factors to work out for you. You need to get a loan. You need to go out there and be able to find the right property within your own budget and then be able to execute, especially with the cash flow element to when you take out a loan. If you don't have those elements working for you, you can't buy real estate, but you can go out there and buy stocks, ETFs, as well as crypto. Now, I can't give you financial advice, but what I can give you is my plan around what I'm looking at doing. Now, what we're about to see is the normalization of the market. Now, the new norm is what I call it. So before we had the pandemic boom of property prices, asset prices, asset price inflation, you had markets that would move at different times. You'd have different property cycles. You'd have different asset cycles. You'd have some industries within shares go up. You'd have other industries drop. And it's the same thing in crypto. You'll have DeFi peaking and then you'll have NFTs peaking and then you'll have metaverse take off. But during a full on bull market, you have everything go up. And if your coin hasn't gone up or your asset hasn't gone up, you just have to wait because it's about to happen. Whereas now, as we get into the new norm, you start seeing the quality rise to the top and all the other bad projects all fall away. Now, don't be fooled. Just because your altcoin or your stock or your company that you invested in has actually gone down, you're thinking it will go back up. And when it goes back up, it's gonna have a higher return on investment than something that's only gone down by 10 or 12%. The reason for that is because so many people invest with this in mind. They go, well, if we've seen a coin that's gone down by 80 or 90%, it'll have to do a 10X just to get to those prices. So imagine that, a 10X just to get to that price and then all the upside from there. Why would I invest in something that's only dropped by 20%? And this is definitely not how I would approach it. From the 2018 bear market to the 2022 bear market, we've seen some coins didn't even reach their all-time high from the previous cycle. So there's no guarantee that these projects will come back. You also have changes in the world. So a company that could be doing really well during the pandemic doesn't necessarily have to recover because we may not see those conditions ever again. And even if we do, we've probably got a better understanding of how to manage it and we may not have to utilize the services of those companies. So that's why it's very important to actually be active and an adaptive investor, especially now, because if we're entering a new norm, you wanna be on the fastest horses. You wanna be in the game with the industries that are gonna move the fastest, but also provide you the best return on investment in line with your risk appetite. Right now, if you're in a position where you've got money, you need to be executing that, but in the right way. It might be laddering in, it might be going in and purchasing underpriced assets because you believe the long-term thesis is there and you have a long-time horizon. If you're someone that doesn't have the money, doesn't mean you simply do nothing. What you need to do right now is go and research. If you're watching this video, amazing, because you're already on the right track. What you wanna do is go out there, talk to people in the industry, get advice from people that are actually doing this sort of stuff, get the right team around you, and then build your strategy from there as well. The fear of a recession in the world economies in 2023 is becoming more real every single day. And what we can see is that it's most likely gonna happen in some countries. Now, just because it's happening in some countries doesn't mean it's gonna happen around the world. Look at the GFC, for instance. When you look at the GFC and what it did for property prices in the US markets, as well as the UK markets, and then compared that to what happened here in Australia, it's completely different. And that is why you can't just rely on the overseas markets to affect what's gonna happen to your assets in your own local economy. And the same can go the other way. Just because the UK and the US markets might be pumping, the Australian market doesn't just automatically pump. A big change that we've seen over the last 12 to 18 months is the transition from a low inflation environment to an extremely high inflation environment. And as a result, we've seen those low 
emergency interest rates and the low cost of borrowing shoot through the roof. And now we're in a position where we're led to believe that they will continue moving higher for the foreseeable future. I've shared on the channel my month by month play predictions around what the central bank here in Australia would do. And I've documented that in this video. So far, we're one from one as the first month is over. And I'm very confident it's going to play out for the remaining five months as well. So knowing all of this, what am I doing? I've had a plan in place and I'm adapting that every single month. But more importantly, I'm going out there. I'm investing in real estate. I'm buying slowly into crypto as well and DCAing in. But again, I've got goals. I've got a goal for how much I want to have in Bitcoin. I want to have a goal for how much I want in Ethereum and specific altcoins. These are the sort of things that I talk about a lot more in the Patreon mastermind. Now, in saying that, I've held a lot more cash back than I've ever held before. And the reason being is because my tactic this year was capital preservation. I saw the markets, they look like shit and they were all going to continue moving down. Now, again, some of those assets have been peaking, making those big moves, but I'm not interested in that. What I'm interested in is capital preservation to be able to deploy when those markets really hit that low. For crypto, I don't believe we've hit the low yet, but I could be wrong. And I wouldn't be surprised if we were to see it in the next six weeks. For the odd chance that I am wrong, it is why I'm DCAing into the market actively. And once those indicators prove that the bottom has already occurred, then I'll continue to layer in more money into the crypto market. When it comes to real estate, I am always buying. So when I'm thinking about equity positions, I want to access my equity as they become available. And my understanding from eight years ago when I bought my first property to now is that when I can get a loan, I should be able to get a loan and go and purchase real estate. You need to be buying in the right areas at the right time. And with the clients already achieving double digit growth, yes, I'm getting a bit of FOMO, even though I'm helping them purchase the property. So it's important to note that cycles are normal and you can see it in this chart as well. You go all the way through to the peak where you think I can make so much money and I'm going to retire basically tomorrow to the depths, the depression of the market and how it destroys you during these times. And that's when you're probably looking at the contrarian view of starting to layer in some money. I believe that we're going to have some turmoil. We're going to have some volatility over the next 12 months. But hey, what's new? That makes me really excited because I know 99% of people are going to get shaken out of the market. And there is the generational wealth opportunity available to you and I. If you have enjoyed this video, drop a like and comment down below. Are you bullish or bearish in 2023? Subscribe if you haven't already and I'll catch you guys in the next one. Thanks guys.